So we should seek help of the help offered by the associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to follow this path of Paramartha. So anyhow, even if we desire or desire, anyhow, we should be in the association of the devotees. And if we achieve that association, then millions of lifetimes, then even in then all our lives will be successful. Prabhupada Sitaku says, even if one stays in the temple for one night, even if he rings the bell in front of Arati even once, then he gets the fruit of performing hundreds of Ashmedi Yagyas. Because attachment and moha doesn't let go, doesn't let go one very easily. And one doesn't have the strength to stay in the temple, to stay in the mud. Before Kaviraj Goswami says, look at our wicked intelligence. Let's see how our mandamati we have. Our intelligence has become very dull. We become very lame. We don't desire to go to the place where the Bhagavad Bhaktas reside. We don't want to meet the Bhagavad Bhaktas. We'd rather be in a satsanga. If we hear somewhere in the news some, something, then we become very eager. But we are not very eager to meet the devotees or to be in the presence of Sri Bhagavan. Therefore, one must have this surati, this loving attachment for Sri Bhagavan. This is surati. Day and night, we like gossiping. But we don't like doing Bhagavad Nam Kirtan, Bhagavad Gungan. This is like placing a huge rock on our head. We cannot do this too much weight on us. Therefore, one who is very fortunate, if he is in the station of the Bhaktas, and there, except for this Bhakti Bhajan, he doesn't discuss anything else. Neither does he have any taste. Therefore, by doing Shaman Kirtan, as the glories of Bhaktas, then our auspiciousness is assured. When we glorify ourselves, then we have five mouths. But if we want to glorify the Bhaktas, then our hearts shatter. Saying, I am the biggest Bhakta in this world. Who is greater than me? I am very intelligent. I am very knowledgeable. How can I glorify someone else? And instead of glorifying my own self, then this way we start croaking like frogs, and then we become and then we become puffed up like a frog, and then we burst open like a. Before Prabhupada, he has explained one story. There used to be one frog who was living inside the well with his family. Somehow, this frog got into the bucket, which is used to draw water from the well. So the frog came out of the well and he saw, just look at the world around me. Before I should think only the well was my world. But here I'm seeing that there's such a big world around me. Meanwhile, the elephant came and the elephant drank water. And then, uh, then the frog again jumped inside the well on seeing the elephant. Then the family members of the frog asked him, where did you go? He said, oh, I got out of the well. Then I saw a huge animal. I saw huge people there. How big were they? Then he said, more bigger than us, the relative said. Then he said, none of you are even equal to one particle of dust outside the well. 
Then the children started asking for the how big father. Then the father he became puffed up. Then the frog he became puffed up. Then he became more puffed up. And then he became more puffed up. Then he became more puffed up. And then he became more puffed up. And then he burst open then. This is this if I can cannot contain his pride, arrogance, saying I'm very knowledgeable, I'm very good qualities on this way. This ghost of Maya has possessed him. You now he's a living ghost. No. By glorifying the bhaktas, the heart becomes pure. Being the session of devotees, one becomes pure. But this good fortune, he's bereft of such good fortune. Even if he stays with the devotees, still he likes his neighbors, he likes outsiders, strangers. But doesn't like the bhaktas. The bhaktas uh, he doesn't have that same love that he has for the others. And who will he think about? He'll think about other people. He'll have so much love for them. And saying, oh, how if I don't love him, then how can I be delivered? Does he even think a little about the bhakta? He's only thinking about outsiders. Then where is he? See, there's light everywhere. You see, that there's a lamp. There's light everywhere. But still, underneath the lamp, there's darkness. Where there are many insects. So who's going to light the lamp in our hearts? Because Bhakta, he can light this lamp in our hearts. He will, he will relay this transcendental message to us and dissipate the darkness in our hearts. There is no person in this world who can remove the, the impurity of our hearts. Our parabdha, prarabdha, karma, who can do this? Therefore, Vaishnavas are never bound by the chains of karma. This way, when Paramatma is residing in your heart, then the Vaishnavas, what do they do? They go into the heart. And there they see that the hearts are full of so many anarthas, impurities, full of all these things. Saying, oh, then they say, just see, this heart is meant for the residence of my Prabhu. But now you made this place so dirty, I have to clean this place. How to clean this place? Can you clean this place by sweeping the dust off the floor? Putting petrol or putting detergent powder. <coughs> How can you clean your heart? Before Mahaprabhu, he said, Vaishnava is now bound by karma. Karma bandhanam janma Vaishnavam chavidyate. Vaishnava doesn't have any mundane birth, death. He, he comes by the desire of Bhagavan and then he leaves by the desire of Bhagavan. As long as Prabhu desires him, he'll stay in this world. And what do the sadhu do? The santas, they cut this bond of ignorance by the sharp sword of their words. This dusanga, how do they quell this dusanga? This asakti, this moha. How does, how does he make one free of this? How much love one has for Bhagavan? That ruchi that one has for Bhagavan, for his seva. What does the Vaishnava do? He transmits that same ruchi that he has 
in the hearts of others also. He gives that sevadikar, gives that ruchi, that yukita. Then all that impurities in her heart, that moha, sakti, and she, all that sanskar, the sukriti, that have bound him up by various forms of anarthas, they go away then. No, no heart is no longer weak. It's no longer surrounded by these anarthas. No, he's empowered. But as long as he's serving Maya, then he has someone with Maya. He's serving Bhagawan, then he has someone with Bhagawan. Reciprocally. And if he serves the Bhaktas, then he'll get empowered. And all the Shakti empowers him. He makes him very happy and liberated. And then he himself is unaware. When I'm liberated, when I've become so clean, he himself has forgotten everything. No. There's no need to say anything to him. On his own, he becomes cleansed. Therefore, it says, Seva Sadhaka Rupena. So if you don't even remember the Bhaktas by your mind, if you don't have faith in them, if you don't listen to their glories, if you don't go in their presence, then who is more unfortunate than us? Therefore, in the Bhagavatam, it is said that this material life is very temporary. Therefore, before it falls and perishes on the ground, you should use it for the attainment of your spiritual welfare. This gratification is present everywhere. But it will not stay long, this material body. It's very rarely attained. But still, if you have satsang by then, if you have the sadhu kripa, if anyhow you follow in the footsteps of the sadhu, and you're bound by this samanda with him, say Jaraparat, first life where did you go he went to Nepal where this Gandaki Nadi flows there he was sitting on the banks of the Gandaki river and then what happened he became attached to a deer then he lost his life when he was born as a deer then what happened now you suddenly think about this deer now he said now I'll never leave the Rishi's ashram no, I'll just eat some dry leaves. I'll just drink some water from the river. But I'll never leave the sadhus. I'll only stay with them always. My whole life, he only stayed in the ashram of the sadhu. And his body left him, and his karmavandan left him, and his asakti left. And what did he do? Again, he was born as a Brahmin. Then his father tried having him recite the Gayatri, the Shastras. His father loved him very much. He had the Brahmin thread put on him. He didn't know how to bathe properly, how to put the mantra. He didn't care about anyone. If someone gave him something, he'd eat. If someone didn't do anything, he wouldn't eat. He didn't care about anything, no. You read the skin of fruits, you know, he didn't care about anything. No, he was beyond all this. Asati Moha was absorbed in Bhagavad Chintan. And so, hey, uh, when he met Rogan Raja, then. And first, before what happened, someone wanted to sacrifice him for Mother Kali. You see, you sacrifice me, I'm not this body, why do I even care? And what happened, Mother Kali herself burst out of the deity. She's, and she killed all the bandits. And then when the, some people were calling Rahugan on the palanquin, they called him. Then Rahugan started shouting at him, You don't know who I am? 
I'm the king and you look at the way you're carrying this palanquin. Why are you stuttering on the way? But still, Jarabharati didn't care. Then he said, he wouldn't speak to anyone. He never spoke his entire life as Jarabharat. But then, because Rahugan was his descendant. And also Rahugan, he was going to meet a sadhu. Therefore, he only had one quality. He had some ruchi to meet the sadhus. So therefore, Rahugan said, okay. Therefore, Jarabharat, he said, all right, I'll speak to you now. And then he instructed him. <laughs> he said, innumerable austerities like like burning oneself by the rays of the sun or by surrounding oneself with cold water in this way all these things will not help one without having being bathed in the food dust Mahatraja Bishekam without bathing oneself the association of Mahat Sangha nothing will happen nothing will happen by your own austerities until you have the association of the Sadhu just you bathe yourself in the footrest of the sadhus nothing will happen and so anyhow then again Rogan he got on for his palanquin he caught all of his feet because he was going for satsanga so Bhagavan he sees this satvritti he sees that he has this tendency to be in the association of the sadhus he didn't care that oh now I have I have to carry this king on my shoulders he never felt slighted he thought alright I'll carry you on your shoulders then Rahugan he came to his senses he said Ras what have I done such a great sadhu and I made you serve me so anyhow even unintentionally one makes the sadhus means what will happen your stay in this material world will end very soon and door to liberation will open Santo Anto means this sansar will be ended therefore it's called Santo Therefore, the Sadhu Seva, Mahath Seva is the door to liberation. And what is the door to hell? That is the association of which he is. Uh, being the association of materialists, then one will become like him. Then one will have desire for sansar. Oh, now let me gratify my senses. Because sansar means there is no sar, there is no essence. Therefore, it's called samsar. If you have this faith towards Guru Nationals, towards the glorification, then lives are successful. Or else, how long can you be in this body? So many lifetimes you wasted. This body is a big weight on one, on the soul. When the baby is born in the womb of his mother, then he's like 5 kilos, then he becomes 200 kilos comes 100 kilos. So the elephant you see becomes in 500 kilos. How long will you carry this huge body? In the end when you leave your body, it's very painful. Time of death is very painful. Therefore, try to get liberation from such unfavorable conditions. Therefore, you should paste your body like sandalwood. Unless you do that, then what gain will you have? Yesterday we heard that Bhagawan is always thinking about his bhaktas. But the bhakta, only if he thinks about him, then he'll think about him. The reciprocal relationship. If, if Bhagawan, if the bhakta uses his body for the service of Bhagawan, then he is a bhakta. So yesterday we heard. 
अब गुरुदेव ऑलवेज फॉलो परम गुरुदेव लिंगराजराजमेंट्स The Prabhupada Sashram was there. Called Tudandi Odiyamot. Right near the Lingaraj Temple, not very far. There, there's Kedar Gauri. There's Anandavasdev Temple, Bindu Sarovar. Very nice place, Bhuvneshwar. Because when Shiv Thakur left Varanasi, he came and stayed in Bhuvneshwar. That place called Ekamrakanan. He's present there as Bhuvneshwar. Then he came to the Tirundi Odiyamot. Tirundi Mot is very nice, Mot, big Mot. So he said, "Can Guru Maharaj come? Doctor will come. Will there be any place here? Because the Ramana didn't give any place. But the management in there in Bhuvneshwar is different." Then he asked, and they said, "There are many arrangements here, but who will?" Look after. We only have one person here who can manage. You speak to him. You need to speak to him. And that person was very uh, innocent, straightforward. They said he is our manager. He looks after everything. All sadhus, he you come to the temple. There, there's a koshala, many cows. So he brings the milk of the cows and he distributes all this milk for free. Brings milk for Thakurji's Abhishek. Goes to the market. He does everything. Doesn't take any payment, any money. So therefore, you speak to him first. He's our well-wisher. So Maharaj spoke to him. He said, "Yes, bring your party. We're most welcome. And everything I'll do." I'll bring milk, sweets, whatever you want. I'll bring everything. I'll make all arrangements, but I won't take even one paisa from you. Then Maharaj said. Then Maharaj said, "Oh, something's wrong here." He's saying he won't take charge anything from us. Means something's wrong here. He's like, means something. Then Maharaj, he said, "How long have you been staying here?" Then he said, "Oh, I've been here since three, four months. Seeing the sadhus here, I've offered myself in their seva." Then Maharaj he went and asked the in charge, "That all of your sadhus, you are the guardians of this temple. If any person comes from outside, you should be careful. You never know who that person is, because if he's doing a lot of seva, means something's wrong." 
Viz Sudan Maharaj, previously he was a policeman. So he knew who who is real, who is an imposter. Also now he is a sannyasi. But they didn't have anyone, so they were thinking, okay, he's doing everything for us. Very nice seva. Well, be sure. And Maharaj said, then they said, okay, if you don't like, then you can go anywhere else. Then they are near Bindu Sarovar. There is one Dharmashala there. So there are two Dharmashalas there. So Maharaj made arrangements for devotees to stay there. Anathwasa temple is nearby. And the Bhogas always offered. Bhogas offered to Lingaraj. See, there Bhogas offered to Anathwasa there. And then it's also offered to Lingaraj. His remnants are brought there. And then distributed in the market there. Where anyone can take this Mahaprasad. So then they booked this place there. So then Maharaj, he told the devotees in the temple that I'm going there. So then they heard everything what happened. So when the Parikramati came, then what did that person do? The guardian of that temple, there he, he boiled the milk and then he added something in the milk and when everyone was sleeping, he took all the jewels of Thakurji, he took everything and he ran away. Then in the morning, no one was waking up. Then when everyone went for Darshan, when the Parikram party, they saw that there was no one even to open the gate, temple gate. Then they returned. And then when they returned to consciousness, there they saw that the entire day and night had passed. They are saying, just Thakurji is there, even doesn't have any clothes also. No jewels, nothing. No pots to cook, nothing. He took everything away. And where was the well sure. He went to he went somewhere else. He's from this mm, dynasty of well wishing. So he went to be a well wisher friend for someone else now. Therefore one who always flatters, who speaks very sweet words and who does a lot of seva for sure, you must be very careful of such a person. Because you never know who that person may be. There's no need for the sadhu to accept such seva. The one sadhu himself has uh, offered him, himself in seva of Thakurji. And now just see he got the opportunity, he ran away. You see, we have come to offer ourselves with the Lord Swedish Sri Guru. Now if any seva comes, then what do we do? We give all the adhikar to that seva. Here, you do everything now. And then Parangurudev heard this news. Then what did he do? He saw that the God Brothers didn't have even any clothes to wear. He took everything away. He took their everything. So time Maharaj, he said, I came the day before and I told all of you, I requested all of you, that you must examine him, who he is. But you didn't listen to me. You're, you're telling me to ask permission from this new man. Your sannyasis, your sadhus. You should be giving permission. How can I go ask from him? This so way he had conquered their hearts and just see what he had done. So then this news went to Mayapur, Chetanyamat. And devotees came from there. But what could they do? They had nothing in the temple. So then Maharaj, he 
So then Parang Gurudev, he told all the devotees that this is Prabhupada's temple, so you must give something for the service temple. Some bought pots, clothes, then anyhow the temple started again. The programs in the temple started again. Or else, if one, if one doesn't come to do bhajan, doesn't come to do bhakti, and if any person comes to do seva, what does he do? Then he leaves his <coughs> beads away and he starts glorifying that person. Oh, look at this person, he's so glorious, he's doing so much seva. And he leaves everything aside, he's chanting everything aside. So once there was one saint, he invited some sadhus and the whole night he fed him, he fed the sadhus so many things. <coughs> Pranami gave them nice shawls, gave them silver glasses, and gave him milk in those glasses. He also gave the silver glass, gave them silver plates, everything. And all the sadhus were so happy. Then, because that this feast, they start glorifying this set. Oh, this landlord just sees such a silver keys. Now they even forgot to chant Hari Nam. Everything. See, he's given us a silver glass, silver plate. Oh, he's given us silver coins. They're only glorifying him now, morning to evening. They're only glorifying him. And now the set had entered inside their stomach now. now where was the set? Inside their stomach, inside their mind. No, he had conquered the entire bodies. No, he was everywhere. So Gurudev would say, who is the real landlord? Krishna is the real landlord. Why are you glorifying this mundane man? Just because he's given some money to you, some silver things, you now going to glorify him? You even forgot to glorify Bhagavan Chan Harinam. See, see, this is Bandara, is this? This is a proper feast. Rather than glorifying Bhagavan, this, uh, I am glorifying him. I am only remembering this set. This landlord. This way, if one has stolen something, thinking about him the whole time. For Harinam Diksha, then he is thinking, oh, look at this thief. He has given us poison. We could have died. Anyhow, Tagurji has saved us. He took everything away from us. You cannot do such Bhagavad Smaran. And if you're performing all kinds of austerities, then what is the use of such austerities? If you cannot remember Sri Bhagavan. And if you can remember Bhagavan even without performing any austerities, then what is the fault? Therefore, anyone who steals our minds away, therefore, he say stolen our minds away. Who steals our minds away? The Maharaj would say. As one person, he would serve the sadhus, worship the sadhus, and he's stolen something. Now one is only thinking about that person, he's stolen everything. And another person comes, and he slaps you on the face, and now 24 hours, you're only thinking about him. Even your blood pressure increases so much, your BP, saying, oh, he slapped me, oh, he embarrassed me, he insulted me. Oh, who, who are his friends? I'll, I'll see now what they'll do. So if guys file court case, and say, so he even he'll say to fight this court case, I'm even ready to sell my blood. I'll sell my blood, get some money, I'll destroy him. So the sadhu behave in such a way. Therefore, the sadhu you should always be careful.
Vrindavan everywhere. Will you come with me? And I'll make sure you have everything. Whatever you need, I'll do. He said, all right. Then he went to this elderly Brahmin. They went to all Tirthas. And he would carry his belongings, everything. His clothes. And when he would become tired, they'd massage him. He would wash his clothes, bathe him. He'd do everything, this young boy. When they came to Vrindavan, that darshan of all of Vrindavan, Ram became so happy. He said, oh, even my son won't have served me the way you have served. So I'm so happy with you. Therefore, I want to give you something. Because from Vrindavan, now we're going to go back to our home. So I want to give you something. So what will you give? He said, I'm poor, I'm not intelligent, I'm not learned. He said, I don't want any of your wealth. My Bhagavan's Kripa, I love everything in my life. I have anyhow visited all the Tirthas with you. So Bhagavan has already given me so much mercy. So why are you thinking that you are going to give me something? You see, actually everyone is beggar in this world. Only Ram Prabhu, he is the donor. So I should disturb you. So I don't want anything you that you're going to give me. He said, no. If I'm going to be ungrateful to you, you have to be grateful to you. You even give your life for me. And if I don't give you something, I'll be ungrateful. So accept something. So whatever Bhagwan gives me, I'll accept. I don't take anything from anyone. He's given birth, so he will not maintain me. So if I don't even have so much faith, then why did even I come on a pilgrimage with you in the first place? Only for this money? No. He said, oh, even my brother has not served me, so therefore, even my son has not served me. Like, how oh, you served. So here they said, okay, Tagurji is here. Whatever you have to offer, promise in front of him that you will give his witness, Sakshi. Or else you may say something to it tomorrow, you may break a promise. Because the nature of man is like this. He'll say something now, and he'll think, why did I say, oh, why did I say that? No, no, anyhow, I'll have to take back my word. Therefore, he said, make a promise in Rathagurji. And he said, all right, I have a daughter. I'll go back home and then she can be your wife. And you can be my son-in-law. And I'll also give you a share of my property, everything. He said, I don't want anything. Because already I'm foolish. I don't have a home. I don't have income. So what will I do? If I become a greasy householder, how will I maintain? He was the daughter. He said, I don't want anything. But he said, no, no, anyway, we must accept her. So then he promised in front of Kabal that I'll give you a daughter. I'll give my daughter in marriage to you. And he said, both of them, they left. And when they went, when they returned home, then he told his son's daughter, oh, no, he's going to marry you. And they all became very angry at him. He's from a low Brahmin caste doesn't have any money and we're from a very high class Brahmin family and you're going to give your daughter away to him. If you do like this, then his wife said, I'll drink poison, I'll die. And the brother said, we'll cut her body into pieces and throw her into the ocean. And we'll then commit suicide. So then he said, I made this promise, what can I do? He said, oh, just say something when he comes. Just say, oh, I've forgotten what I've said because of my old age. I don't remember anything. I lost my memory, you know. Then we'll take care of everything, they said. 
and then after some time, then the young boy came, the young man. At the time, he'd always massage his legs, he'd cook, he'd clean, he'd do everything for this elderly Brahmin. And now when he came to have darshan, immediately the sons, they came out with sticks, saying, hey, who are you? You took our father on pilgrimage, you flattered him nicely and you took all his things away, you stole everything away from him. And now you want to come and do something again here. They shouted so much at him and they chased him away. Then he went and he said, I have not come to take anything, I have only come to have darshan of your father, not take anything from him. I didn't even say anything, but still you beat me. I didn't even say anything, I only wanted to see your father and you want to kill me. So then he told the village elders that he wanted to kill me. Then they said, oh, he fed some, uh, he fed some uh, marijuana to our father and therefore he like, took all his wealth away. And he's, uh, and he's, and he, and he forcibly made our father say that he'll give his daughter in marriage to him because he gave him all these drugs. Then he's young, the other Brahman was thinking, what is he, what are they saying? So then the village elders, they said, they said, all right, in Vrindavan, this, your father had made a promise in front of Gopal that I'll give my daughter in marriage to this man. No, they're breaking the promise. He's breaking his promise. Then the sons who came, they didn't let their father come there. They said, all right. You, you made a promise to Bhagwan. Say, Bhagwan, come here. And if he himself says, then we'll accept. Go bring your Bhagwan here. Said, because they think, how can Bhagwan speak? How can he talk and walk? So anyhow, he came to Vrindavan. Then he said, oh Prabhu, he made a promise in front of you. Now come with me. Be witness. And he said, oh, so should I should be a witness. He said, oh, how can I walk? And he said, if you cannot walk, then how are you talking then? If you can talk, you can also walk. So please come with me. I said, okay, at least feed me something. Let me get some strength, then I can walk. So what will you eat? You give me some kheer. You make nice kheer. So you know, we got some milk, some rice, some sugar. He made kheer and he gave it to Bhagavan. Now you happy? He said, yes. I will come? Yes. I'm coming, walking behind you. And he said, no, I don't believe you. And people say that you didn't come and what will I do? If you come there in front, then they'll say that, oh, he knows black magic, something. So you should keep following me. You should walk side by side with me. I said one condition, just don't look back and see if I'm coming or not. So how will I know if you're coming or not? He said, oh, I have ankle bells around my feet. And as I walk, they'll tinkle. And this way you can listen to them tinkling. So he said, I walked so many, 2,000 kilometers. And then when he came to the village, there he said, okay, let me see if he's come or not. And as soon as he saw him, then Prabhu said, oh, you look behind. Now I'm going to stay here. Now I'm not going to walk anymore. Go bring everyone here. So then he brought all the village elders and he said, my Bhagwan has come now. All of you come. Then the entire village came. Oh, Bhagwan has come from Rindavan, Kupal. Everyone came there, lakhs of people to see him. The king also came there. He was so beautiful, dark complexion, very enchanting form. 
They say they were all being overcome by perspiration. And Thakur was sitting, standing in his threefold bending form. Tripanga Bangi Marupa Vam Siddhari Aparupa, playing on his flute. Then, then the old man said, Oh Prabhu, now you see me. I made a promise. Or else if I had, had I broken my promise, then I would have even gone to hell, life after life. So therefore, Nishai, you have kept my word also. So then Prabhu, he, he said, this Brahmin had promised that he'll give his daughter. No, he has to give his daughter. He said, I, I was witness to his promise, to his declaration, that he has to give his daughter in marriage to him. So he gave his daughter in marriage to this Brahmin. And then Thakurji, will you go back to Vrindavan? He said, no, I'll just stay here now. They, were, they said, no, bro, you cannot go. They said, the two Brahmins, you stay with us. Because again, I need someone to protect me. Then again, if someone does something to me, then who will protect me? So you stay with us here. Always look after us. Because they have faith. They have faith that we brought Gopal all the way from Rindavan to here. So how can we leave him now? He said, I'm Gopal from Paraj. I won't eat your rice dal. He said, he said, I don't like this rice, he said. You make nice puris for me, some sweets for me, kachodis. This is what I like. Laddu, Monbo, not only rice and dal. He said, all right. If you're here, then everything is there. Therefore, you know there's a rule there. That for 12 months, they never offer rice as boga. He doesn't like rice. They only offer puris made of ghee, laddus. Morning, afternoon, night, they only offer these things. Very nice poker. So they say, the king, he said, oh, why is Thakurji staying in this forest? I'll bring him here to the Jagannath temple. So then, anyhow, he bought Gopal after defeating the king in Vidyanagar and he kept him there in Jagannath temple. And Jagannath, after one day, two days, three days, he told the king, where did you bring this Gopal from? As soon as Boga is offered, immediately he comes running to the to me and he takes everything on my plate. He doesn't give anything for me. And I'm old, no, I don't have any legs, hands, nothing. As soon as I get down from the Singhasan, this Gopal, he comes and takes everything and he runs away. You take him away from here, he said. Or else, you see, he's on, since three days I haven't eaten anything. He doesn't let me eat anything. As soon as Boga comes, immediately he runs. He takes everything away. He doesn't, only rice and dal he leaves for me. Only rice and dal is left for me. Everything else he eats. Therefore, rice and dal is offered at a, at, at a distance. And inside the temple, Kaja, Malpur, Balusaira, Gudarapati, all these things are offered inside the temple. And he comes and eats everything inside, but rice dal only he leaves. Because he's Gopal, he likes sweets. So then the king, <coughs> he asks Gopal, that I'll also make a nice temple for you, like Jagannath temple, in another place. Have many cows, sevaks, hundreds of Brahmins to serve you. Give me a nice temple for them, Ratha. No, that place is a village near Jagannath called Sakshi Gopal. See here. Any of a Jiva, Jiva, you see here. Jiva, may think one makes a promise in front of Guru Vaishnavas and he thinks oh no the promise is broken now 
Just see here, Bhagwan himself made sure that the promise was not broken. Thakurji Santriyami knows everything. He is omniscient. Antar Narsingha, Bahir Narsingha, Narsingha, Adamishara Namprabhati. He is inside, outside, everywhere. Hiranyakashwa could not see. Yes, Prahlad, where is your Bhagwan? He said he is everywhere. He is everywhere. And he said he is also inside you. He is inside me. He said no, he is not inside me. He is inside you. He is everywhere, Prahlad said. He said this pillar, he said yes. And Bhagwan is everywhere. He is inside this column. Then you break this, he said. He is hiding here. And as you went to break the pillar, and what did he say? Bhagwan had himself appeared there. And this way, he was roaring. And was thinking, who is this person? Half lion, half man. Then he went with his club to, to beat him. And Narsingadev anyhow played with him. And when he went to catch him, like you see sometimes a cat catches a rat. The rat runs away. And again he catches it. So this way, anyhow, this rat was thinking, Narsingadev was thinking, I want to kill him. How could he kill him? So those who are demoniac, they won't even kill Bhagawan. They'll speak lies. And then they'll, to cover that lie, they'll speak a thousand more lies. So who are you trying to cheat? Bhagawan is in your heart. He knows everything. How can you act hypocritically? Yeah, escape. So Maharaj came there with the Parikram party. Narikada was going on. And then Gopal, he only eats rice on Annakut. Only on that one day he eats rice. Other days he never eats rice. Never eats. He doesn't eat rice and dal. Only on that one day he takes. He doesn't eat kichdi and all these things. All these things he doesn't like. He eats nice sweets. <laughs> Gopal, if you see the deities, actually Gopal, those who had darshan, you can see very beautiful deity. Threefold bending form, very tall. When Janava Thakurani came there, she saying, Gopal, how can you stay alone? Then again, she also called Radharani there. And Radharani is also very tall, like Gopal. And how is Gopal? If you want to have Darshanam Gopal, then Rupa Swami is written, Badu Sangha Jaya Sangha Ranga Parihas. Don't go to Mathura, don't go to Kishigat. If you want to be happy with the family, or else your entire family will be destroyed. But still, you see there, Gopal, he's staying there with so many grahasthis, householders. He gave all the savers to the householders there, they make such nice things for him. See, the, the Brahmin who was who married the daughter, he was made to cook. And then the elderly Brahman, he left his children. Now see the children, they were, didn't get any seva. They were all opposed. Because he gave his daughter away to the other Brahman. But how can you oppose Bhagwan? So they all were destroyed. And only the two remained, two families, elderly Brahman and the other Brahman. And even now their descendants are continuing the seva. So say, Maharaj is saying, if you come even to Prabhu's lotus feet, still you don't have faith. You come to Bhagavan Guru, still you don't have faith. You go to Sadhu, no faith. Then where is your faith? 
says he doesn't know he doesn't see he doesn't know anything like if one goes to a blind man and he says oh blind man you don't have eyes he said no i don't have eyes will you drink milk he said how does milk look like it looks white milk how white and it looks like a crane white as a crane how does a crane look like so then he bought one uh, one uh, he bought a scissor then he touched the scissor he said oh the scissor is very sharp if the scissor enters my throat then my throat will be pierced so similarly if i drink milk then the milk will pierce my throat because he felt the scissor and then he said oh so say one when doesn't have eyes then what can you explain to him what can he possibly see if you say something to him that drink this milk he says how is this milk milk is white how white like crane the crane has a pointed beak so so he only made many speculations that the milk is very pointed so if you do bahut kata kirtan to worldly people they are blind already they will not listen therefore natham thakur has said chakshudan dilo jai tenne janme prabhu sei ye gyan hai prakashita we don't have eyes bhagwan hi sees us but we cannot see bhagwan we don't see the santas see the santas they know everything what we doing you see one close the door no one is going to see me so mara says you see a crow went on top of the tree and closed his eyes and then what does it do it passes to thinking no one is seeing me you see the crow only has only one eye it doesn't have two eyes it only has one eye and what does it do and then anywhere if it gets some food it, it takes it and flies away but it will not eat what will it do it will go to some place some garbage and it there will hide all the food inside that garbage dump and after some time it looks for that food in the garbage dump it cannot find the food and again it uh, becomes very hungry he brought the food but hid it somewhere he think oh no one should see me eating this food so he hid it somewhere and he lost that food eventually therefore you see how hypocritical people are prabhu is giving today he will not give tomorrow also if you have something immediately you give it in charity mahapsad immediately you get it on that mahapsad not save it so say maharaj is being harikatha is doing kirtan speaking on the glory of gopal nice tat siddhant to gopal is so the bandha pujaris they make the rule you know if you go to gopal then you should make a promise that oh gopal i'm going to i'm come on pilgrimage please help me so that all gurudev oh gurudev please make make please make a promise in front of gopal then gopal then the brahmins they told go maharaj oh oh maharaj please make a promise then maharaj said all right and i'm going to take gopal back to vrindavan i promise i'll take him back to vrindavan then the brahmins became very scared then saying maharaj what kind of promise are you making you'll take him back to braj don't do this he said i'm going to make him back i cannot let him stay here because none of you are serving him properly he is gopal from braj he likes butter he likes sweets just see his divya swarup how beautiful he is and he is yashoda's dear son he is brajasi's life and all of you only kept him here you only made him standing here and you're only making him stand witness and this way you're making him earn money for all of you oh this game man gopal 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 you're only cutting receipts in his name 
and cutting all these receipts so then we will sell take him back to Vrindavan then they said oh Maharaj please please don't do this because if anyone comes in front of Bhagawan anyhow one should Gurudev told them that if you get something offer it to Gopal then you will be delivered everyone else will be delivered don't use it for your own self you see uh, Prabhu he went to ask from Bali Maharaj and he became Bali Maharaj's servant forever similarly you will also become entangled like Bali Maharaj Prabhu has everything so Gurudev he told all the pilgrims okay give them something some money so someone gave an earring, someone gave a bracelet, someone gave a necklace, someone gave this that for Gopal. You see, Gopal himself has come walking all the way from Braj to stand witness. So we'll give everything for him. May Gopal also engage us in his seva. Just he came walking all the way from here. Should we do a little seva to Bhagavan, then he'll never forget. See, he becomes indebted to that person. You think, how can I clear myself of this debt? Be acquitted of this debt? Even now, if you go there, Gopal, he has golden anklets. You know, such nice shingar they do for Gopal. And Radharani is also decorated very nicely. So Maharaj would say, now that we come for Bhagavan's darshan, we should do some seva. But how, what kind of seva? Means you offer the best thing that you have for him. Not some torn clothes or some food that you cannot eat. You offer that to him. Say, oh, he accept this. No. What you like the most, you should offer. Most dear thing you should offer him. Then it means you have some prayer for him. So they say, there's a nice mango garden there. So many mangoes were. So there's a coconut garden there. So many coconuts are there. They offer coconuts to Bhagawan, garlands to Gopal. Gurudev would say, Don't try to cheat. You're only giving him coconuts and flower garlands. Offer him something nice. Then Gurudev, he spoke this katha, and all the sadhus, santas, brahmacharis, all of them who were present there, whatever they offered before, they said, No, he'll make us give everything away. Therefore, our pilgrimage is finished now. Parikram is finished. So they say their hearts melted. And then what happened? From there, they took Prasad there in Sakshi Gopal's village. And then they went to Jagannathpuri. Now we listen tomorrow. There, there's Atharanallah. They cross this Atharanallah. There's only one way to cross Atharanallah to enter Jagannathpuri. Before you see there is the rivers entering the ocean. Before there would not be any way because the river flooded everything. The king he tried so much to make a nice way to build a nice bridge. But still the bridge would always break because of the river. So how could you enter Jagannathpuri? Because the ocean is surrounding Puri from all sides. There's only one way to enter inside and there also there's a river flowing. So how can you cross the river and go? The river has very strong flow. Even the boat when the boat capsizes there. The Nadi is called Devanai, Jamuna Nai, they say. They say Jamuna for Yamuna. Very swift current. The king, he said, 
God is on the way. The temple there. Without having Tarshan, the Devi, no one can go forward. So how can I build a bridge here? The king was thinking. Also, how can people come for Tarshan? They cannot enter or leave. Then the Devi said, Alright. How many sons do you have? He said, I have 18 sons. Then can you sacrifice 18 sons in front of me? Then the bridge can be built. And the king said, Oh, what? What is she's called Batmangala Devi. Batmangala means she provides the way to enter Jagannath Puri. So he said, You prayed, so 18 sons you have to sacrifice by your own hands. Then 18 bridges will be built. And they'll always never be, they'll never collapse, these 18 bridges, and then they can never be broken. Then the king, he thought, for Jagannath Seva, for Jagannath Darshan, I'll have to do something. So by his own hands, he killed all his 18 boys. He offered them a sacrifice to this Devi. And then these 18 bridges were built. And even to this day, they exist, these bridges. That's the only way to enter Jagannath Puri. There's no other way. Even now, it's now been broken, those bridges. They have become like immortal. And even the river has dried up. But still, these bridges have remained. No one knows what happened to the river. Now you see the big, big streets in Jagannath Puri. Now there have been big roads there from Bhuneshwar to enter Jagannath Puri. And from there you can have Darshan Jagannath Chakra, which is on top of the hill, atop the temple. And anyone who goes to Ataranala, they go and pray there. Mahaprabhu himself would come to Ataranala to receive all the devotees who would come from Gaudamandal. And then he would give them the Jagannath's Prasadi Mala, Chandan, Remnants cloth and he won't welcome them. And Mahaprabhu himself, after coming to this place, he would tell Nityanandpur and the others, either you go front or I'll go front. Because you've already broken my danda. No, I cannot go. No, I have no relationship now. Because the danda is the only support of the sannyasi. And if you break the danda, then what else do I have? So I have no relationship with you. Then Nityanandpur said, I know broke the danda. You were dancing so ecstatically, you became uh, unconscious that you you fell on the ground and the danda also broke. Then where did you throw it? I threw it in the river. So in this way that I say, okay, you go front, I'll come behind. So you know the bhaktas, there's one river called Tandabanga. Then there's Atarnala. After having Darshan Dandabanga, then they come to Atranala and all the Bhaktas, remembering Mahaprabhu, they head to Jagannath Puri.